Shvius Perik Tes Mishnevov to Mishnah Zion. We have been discussing the mitzvah of uh, Bior, which is the mitzvah to destroy or get rid of produce which you have in your home, which comes about when the produce, similar produce, is no longer available in the field. And this Mishnah will be discussing types of uh, produce which are no longer available in the field, depending on whether they are dry or whether they are wet. Hamelaket asovim lachim says the Mishnah, someone who's collecting wet grass, Ad Sheyivash HaMosuk, is able to keep this uh, grass in his house until the moisture which is in the field is no longer there and the produce is now no longer wet in the field but rather dried out. Vaham Gabev Bayovesh, someone who has in his house dried out grass, is able to eat this grass or feed them to his animals until the second rainfall falls. This occurs uh, in the eighth year, and at that point, the grass is no longer dry in the field, and as a result, he has to destroy the dry grass that he has in his house. There is a machlokis regarding the definition of the revia shnia, the second rainfall. That's um, a Mishnah we find in Ta'anis. It's a three-way machlokis between Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Yossi, and it's about sometime in Marcheshvan. The Mishnah continues with further halachas of Bior. Ale konim v'ale gfanim, the leaves of reeds and the leaves of vines. You can keep them in your home, ad yishru me'avihem, until they have fallen off from their mother plant or their father plant uh, in the fields. V'hamagabev bayovesh, if you are keeping the dried out leaves of the uh, reeds and of the vines, you can keep them in your home until the second rainfall occurs, at which time they are no longer dry. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Rabbi Akiva says, both dried and wet leaves, you can keep them in your home until the second rainfall occurs during the eighth year. Mishnah Zion. This Mishnah now talks of other halachas regarding the second rainfall. Kayetzebo, on the similar theme, says the Mishnah, Hamaskir Bayis Lechavero Adhak Shomim, someone who rents out a home to his friend, and he specifies that the rental period is Adhak Shomim until the rains, means Ad Shetered Revir until the second rainfall occurs. Hamudor Hano Mechavero, and someone who says that he's not going to have any Hano benefit from his friend. Ad Hagashomim until the specified time of Ad Hagashomim. Similarly, Ad Shetered Revia is until the second rainfall occurs. Likewise, Ad Emosai Aniim Nichnosim Lepardesos until what time can the Aniim enter into the orchards and the fields to gather either Leket Shechacho Peya on normal years or Peros Shavis on the year following Shemitah? Ad Shetered Revia Shnia. Again, until the second rainfall occurs. And the final halacha in this Mishnah is Me'emosai Nehenin Vesurfin Bateven Uvakash Shel Shviis. From when on are you allowed to have benefit and therefore burn the straw and the fodder of Shviis? Meaning, from what time do we consider all produce in the field to be completely rotten and no longer edible? At which time the Kedusha Shviis the holiness of Shavis is no longer applicable to that which you have in your home. 
which of course is a later time than simply the earlier discussion of when it's no longer available in the field. This is a discussion of when it's actually completely inedible in the field and at which time you would be allowed to eat that which you have in your home. This is Mishatayred Revia Shania once again when the second rainfall occurs in the eighth year. Next, Mishnah, Mishnah Ches. And this Mishnah is the Mishnah which tells us about the ways to destroy your Shvi'is at the time of Biur. And what actually happens amongst the Rishonim, there is a three-way machlokas of what needs to be done, whether the produce needs to be actually physically destroyed, or whether it's enough just to be mafkir, or to make the produce of Shvi'is Hefger at that point, or whether you have to give it to the oats or based in. We will explain our Mishnah according to the Ramban, who holds that all it requires is to be mafgir, the produce. Someone who had fruits of habior, and now that produce is no longer available in the field, he now has to do beer to the produce that he has in his home. Before he's mafkir the produce, he's allowed to distribute the food enough for three meals to people that he knows, people in his family, his neighbors, his friends, and the rest of the produce he needs to make hefker. And poor people can now eat the hefker produce after these manbir. But not rich people. They have to leave it to the poor people. Divrei Rabbi Huda, this is the opinion of Rabbi Huda. The truth is that even according to Rabbi Huda, it doesn't really mean rich people. It really is referring to the owner himself of his own field cannot then reclaim the produce that he has made Hefka. He has to leave it to other people because everyone in the seventh year is called an Oni because they can all just claim food from fields of Shmita and can't eat their own produce, so therefore they are considered all Aniyim. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Echot Aniyim ve'echot Ashirim Ochlin Achahabiyur, which means that not only can other people pick up the Hefka produce that the owner of the field has left, but even the owner himself can reclaim the produce which he's put out from his house, and he's made Hefka, he can reclaim them and eat them himself. And he would still be accomplishing the mitzvah of Biur. Mishnah Tess. Someone who receives the fruit of Shviyas, and he receives them properly according to Halacha, they may have come to him either from a Yerusha, so someone died, left him an inheritance of some produce of Shviyas, or they were given to him as a present. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Yenosnu Rabbi Eliezer says, that the person in a, who receives this pro- produce should not eat the produce himself, rather he should give it to other people, and he can join with them and eat the produce together with them. This is because a person receiving such gifts should not be machzik tova, or should not show uh, undue gratitude to the person who left this produce to him, because the Torah tells us that these produce should really be hefka. The Chachomim pick up on Rabbi Eliezer and they say to Rabbi Eliezer that we, the Chachomim, we do hold that the person can show good gratitude to the person whom he received it from. 
But if you, Rabbi Eliezer, hold that a person cannot show undue gratitude to the person from whom he received the produce, if you allow the person who received the gifts to partake in eating the food, then he is actually getting benefit from produce which he should not be getting any benefit from at all. Rather, according to your opinion, Rabbi Eliezer, the person receiving the present should sell the food on to the people who are going to eat the present. And the money which he receives from the sale should be given out. The Mishnah concludes, and the Perak therefore concludes, Someone who eats from dough made out of Shavis produce before Chala has been divided, Chayv Misa is punished by uh, death, Misa Bidei Shemayim, heavenly death. And the Chiddush here is that you may think that Paris Shavias are exempt from Trumas and Maestros and the such, and therefore you may think that Chala should not apply to the dough of Shavias. Comes our mission to teach us that the mitzvah of Chala, separating the Chala, does apply to the produce of Shavias. And the same stringencies apply if a person were to eat without having separated challah.